0: Welcome to the podcast. It's your host with the most Chase Beck and we got Kai Showing. Alright, let's get this interview going. So Kai, what are you gonna be interviewing me on today? I'm just interviewing
1: you on drop shipping. Dropshipping? Yeah. Alright, good. I have a lot of experience with this actually, so what do you got to say about this? So how'd you find out about drop shipping? Drop
0: shipping, um well it all started with some YouTube ads in the beginning. So I was, you know, when You look up business-related stuff. It all started with Ty Lopez, and then um, after that, I just started searching more deeply in a business, and I actually came across dropshipping from uh, one of my mentors, actually. He was like, yo, dude, have you ever heard about dropshipping? I was like, no, dude, I never heard about it. And he was like, dude, you got to get on this wave right now. This was in 2017, and he was like, this is the perfect thing to get into because the business is not too saturated and it is just perfect.
1: Perfect. Um so what made you want to get involved in it? Um basically
0: just nobody nobody really cares about in my opinion nobody really cares about what they're doing with their work with their work life. The reason why they work is because they want to feed their emotion. So it's not because you want to make $100,000. It's because you want to live a a thorough life. So my my dream is was to, you know, travel the world, I wanted to meet different people, mentors, I wanted to, uh, you know, make all kinds of money. But you know, this all fueled my emotion, my emotional state. And I just, in a sense, wanted to be happy. I wanted to uh, help my family thrive and, you know, flourishly th- thrive
1: and I wanted to, you know, just help my friends and family. hmm So, when did you get started and how? Um,
0: I got started in late 2017, like, uh, early November and, um, basically, I started up with a friend and we actually started up a makeup company and, uh, the makeup company was beautykeen.com and I actually sold that company uh, two years ago for about $50,000 and um, I made some stupid investments with that money but that's how I got started. I got started in the beauty niche selling makeup. It was uh, makeup kit brushes so basically it was like a brush kit and I think I sold it for about
1: $18 a kit mm-hmm. and that's how I got started with that. Nice. So, what advice would you give to others that want to get involved with drop shipping? My main advice um, I would say
0: do your niche research before you start. So, if you're getting into drop shipping, you need to find a niche that you want to get into and you need to stick with it because if you don't stick with it, your store is not going to thrive. You're going to be selling things that nobody wants. And if you don't have niche research and see what's trending in that, point in time, you're going to, your business is not going to, perp- like, it's, it's just not going to work. It, there's no way it'll work. I've seen people fail because they'll try to get into a niche. Let's say they're selling watches. Now, that, that niche is way too saturated, so I personally would not get into it because everybody that gets into dropshipping starts with watches. I don't know why, but um, usually they just find some crappy old watches on AliExpress and they think that they could just start their business with that. But in reality is everybody on planet Earth has seen these watches for sale and, you know, it's just not going to work. So you need to find a product that is useful, purposeful, and it's innovating. So those are the three key points. And you need to find something that's innovating and trending, something new that people have never seen before. And that's how things go trending because, you know, with my my beauty blender brush kit nobody had those not one single woman had those and that's why it was such a fucking amazing business excuse my language but it was just it was just a great business all in all and um after that i got into I've i've had some businesses that failed before that because i didn't do proper niche research so niche research is very very important and vital if you want to um get into drop shipping and you need to have mentors along the way. I call it the 33% rule. So basically, you need to have mentors above you that are already doing what you want to do. You need to have people on your level that you're working with uh yourself <clears throat> personally. So, these are the people that are going to be going along your journey with you to do drop shipping. And then you need people below you, people that help you Keep motivated to keep on going because, you know, someone is dumber than you and those are the people that make you feel good. So, um, it sounds, you know, it sounds like a, a shitty idea, but that's, that's what I call a 33% rule. So, that's,
1: that's so like to sum that up, you want something that you're somewhat interested in, something you know, something about, something that's not, um, overused or saturated, as you said, and, that's pretty much how you would get started, you would just
0: yeah, of course you want to you want to do a lot of research before you get into something like this. You need to learn how to build your store, you need to learn how to run advertisements and there's two different types of advertisements for um, drop shipping. two are the best that I highly recommend either Facebook advertising, learn how to get advanced with Facebook advertising and then use instagram influencers so let's say you're doing Makeup company, for example, which is what I did. So what I did was I actually found Instagram influencers with uh, one million, maybe 500,000 followers up, plus, and I would DM them. They usually have something in their bio that say "PM me for promotions." I DM them and I say, "How much for an advertisement on your page for 24 hours?" And if if you actually actually you could actually um, if you know the times that. Your niche. When you do the niche research, you should know this. But you'll actually know what time most people get on Instagram to look at that specific niche. So you can actually tell the Instagram influencer, I only want to be advertising from this time. Let's say most people that go on to look at beauty on Instagram is from one o'clock p.m. to four o'clock p.m. and this that's the best time. So you could actually ask the instagram influencer i want a 4 hour ad and then it's going to be cheaper because you're not asking for a 24 hour ad it's going to be cheaper and it's going to get the job done quicker and more selective yeah exactly and um those are the two main advertising things that you should know about and the way to do this is go on youtube start looking up videos how to you know how to do these things do your research look up things on youtube Find a mentor that's already doing it. You could easily do this with Instagram, finding people on Twitter that do it. DM them, say, hey, uh, network with these people. Hey, what's up? Let me uh, let's work together. I'm sure I could offer you something, bring you something to the table and you could teach me some things as well. And um, the way I got started was actually with Hayden Bowles, uh, hacking Shopify, uh, his course. It was about $800. I bought the course. People usually look at an $800 course like it's a waste of money, but in my eyes, I know I can easily make back that money, and it's very profitable because it's a long-term knowledge, and I'm actually keeping that knowledge in my brain for the rest of my life, and I could easily use anything learned in that course for any other type of business with social media-related skills.
1: So my next question, was, which you pretty much answered, was like, what type of products would be that uh what type of products were six, most successful for you and you kind of went over that is there any others besides like the the makeup business seems like yeah most successful?
0: Um, I usually the way I find I'm going to actually let you know how to find uh this is like a ninja tip I don't usually tell many people about this unless they pay me like $400 this tip in itself is worth $400 easy probably more but um basically What you want to do when you're doing uh, content research, you're trying to find a product that's a winning product. And this is the vital thing that you want to do if you're starting a dropshipping store. So you find your niche, then you find a product in that niche. And the way I do that is you actually go on Facebook and you look up, let's say you're doing beauty, um, look up beauty free shipping and then click the videos. And then 2019, which is the year that we're in. So I actually want to see the most recent um, At the most recent advertisements that people are running that are already winning So I look for the post that have the most engagement. Let's say a hundred thousand views I look for the hundred thousand view video see what's engaging the most and that's a winning product because most people are engaging and liking and Tagging their friends and that's that's something that you want to use on your website But um, a winning product for me was like I said the beauty the beauty blender brush kit um, What else? Uh, I just sold a store not too long ago. It was um, I usually do stuff with beauty because women tend to spend more money online. So I had uh, had nail, it was, uh, it was actually nail, um, it was like nail polish, but it was like a pen instead of like those weird little nub nail polish things. It was actually a pen that like squirts out the gel and you apply it and it came with a little UV light that you put your hand under. And that was a winning product because it was different. It was innovative.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's what I sold. So was it like something that you would say pretty much just touched up nails? It's not really important to the yeah. content, but is that was it did? What was that? It was a product that just touched up nails? or
0: No, yeah. It just basically, um, it was just a product that, it was just nail polish, but it squirted out of a little oh, pen that you could apply the nail
1: polish with. And that was basically that. All right. So, how much money do you think you've made in total, like profit from just drop shipping itself? Profit from drop shipping, which so like one specific store, or just in general between all. of... How much do you think you can make, or how much I made? Have you, how much have you made? How much have I made? Um.
0: So with my Beauty Keen website, I made about. I I didn't really keep it for that long. I probably had it for 2 months. I made about it was like 2 to 3 months I had it. I made about 15,000 profit and then you and sold the entire store about 25,000 net, I would say. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I just sold the entire store for about 50,000 because I didn't really it was way too much time on my hands that I had to, you know, it consumed way too much time. I had to get rid of it. It was just a waste of time in my eyes.
1: Mhm. So, uh my last question is what has dropshipping taught you about other aspects of life? Dropshipping with other aspects of life? Like what has it taught you?
0: It's taught me to stay patient and um you have to stay patient with any business in life because if you if you expect results right away, then you're going to you're going to give up. So, it taught me to set small goals and then have a big goal, like an end goal, and have small goals that lead me up to the end goal. So I like to reward myself. The way society taught us is is, uh, stupid in my opinion, because there's never rewards in our system. It's you do it, if you don't get your goal, then you fail and you stop doing it. So I like to set rewards for myself. I like to pull money out of the ATM to let me know that it's real. I don't usually like keeping money on me in person because you never know if you're gonna get robbed. I don't like letting people know how much I have in my bank account. It's I'd rather have a fifty thousand dollar net worth than a fifty million dollar net worth because if that's on internet, then you know people are gonna see that I have that much money and I'm more likely to get robbed. Yeah, and uh, it's taught me it's taught me a lot really. Um, it's taught me to set low expectations but trying to get big goals. So set your expectations low and you have to expect to fail. You don't want to fail, but you have to expect to fail. You have to expect these things to happen. These walls to appear because if you don't expect these walls to appear, then you're going to be lost and you're going to fail. So usually when these walls appear, you have to figure out how am I going to persevere around these walls? Am I going to go over the wall? Am I going to break through the wall? Am I going to walk around the wall? Or am I going to dig under the wall? And these are the things you have to ask yourself with anything in life. If you're doing something and you you're thinking about giving up, you have to think to yourself, how am I going to persevere around this this wall? Because these walls are going to appear everywhere you freaking go in life. These walls are going to appear and you have to know how to persevere to get around it. Or you are just going to be sitting there hopeless and you're never going to make it?
1: All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem.
0: Thank you for interviewing me. All right, guys, that was the interview. I appreciate your time and listening, and I'll see you guys on the next podcast.